0: Hello, my dear friends, hope you're doing well. I have a really interesting podcast for you today. We have uh, gotten a really interesting result uh, for one of our clients yesterday. I want to share with you what that result is um, under the context or with the intention of sharing with you what's working right now out there in the world. So specifically, I want to share with you how we were able to turn $25 into $300 for one of my clients what we're going to keep doing to make that happen as often as possible, hopefully every day, um, and then what our plans are for scaling that and scaling it quickly, so that it's not just happening at a 25 to 300, but maybe a 50 to 600, right? So 50 dollars spent, 600 dollars made, or maybe a hundred dollars times whatever, right? Whatever all that break, all that math breaks down, right? So uh, I want to share with you all of these strategies so that you can take that information and either use it to pivot in your own business or use it to help your clients pivot. Because the, the reason that we were able to make that money and we'll continue to make that money moving forward and build it into a big business for our client is because it, it rely, it's, a, it's a series of strategies that rely on what's happening right now. So let's let's just go ahead and jump in, break it down. It'll all make sense. This might be a podcast episode that you need to listen to a couple of times because, uh, you know, you don't turn $25 into $300 by just wishing it. You don't do it by scamming people. You don't do it by, uh, you know, clicking a button and it magically falling out of the sky. There's some work. There's some... Uh, there's some moves that you need to make. There's some things that you need to do. It's not going to happen overnight. This client has been incredibly patient and, um, you know, is, is now yielding the benefits of that patience. but also they put in their, their, their side of things and um, worked with us to build cool stuff. Uh, so you may need to watch, well listen to this podcast a couple of times just to make sure that you have an understanding of what it, of what's going on and sort of how we we do all this okay but I'll try my best to explain it as best as I possibly can I am definitely not even going to try and promise that this is going to be a short episode here <laughs> okay this may even be like a multi-part episode I don't know okay so let's start at the beginning here the important piece we spent $25 on Facebook ads and we generated $300 in what's called collected revenue. So, quick little lesson here. In the world of internet marketing and making money online, there are two kinds of revenue there's collected and there's deferred. Most of the Lamborghini brosifs that you see claiming big money, and look at me, I've got all these, you know, all this fancy money coming in, and look at my screenshots and things like that. Uh, they will often tell you what their deferred numbers are. So here's what deferred is. Deferred is like if they say I made uh, $10,000 this weekend or something, right? Well, actually what probably happened is they made $2,000 and that the rest of that $10,000 so that $8,000 in revenue that they're telling everybody they made is actually probably locked up in payment plans, right? So maybe they have some kind of program or some kind of uh, information product where You know, they say the price is $3,000, but you can get it for $100 a month for the next five years or whatever, you know, whatever their payment plan is. Uh, What that means is that a majority of their revenue uh, is going to take many, many months, if not more than a year, to actually end up in their bank account. And then whenever you have deferred payments, there's a portion of individuals who just don't make their payments. Um, And then there's a portion of individuals, of course, who ask for a refund. Honestly, typically anytime you offer uh, payment plans, uh, you have all sorts of problems with it, right? So um, I'm not a huge fan of deferred revenue. If I don't have to do it, I won't, Um, but oftentimes I'll deploy it uh, just depending on who the market is that we're running to and things like that. Okay, Uh, in this case, uh, our client who spent the $25 and made $300, uh, that's collected, which means that $300 was deposited into his bank like that within that same day. I mean, you need to. Go, it has to go through Stripe and Stripe processes, et cetera. Um, and so there's a delay between Stripe and the bank. But what I'm saying is these are not payment plans. This is not like, you know, he got a bunch of people in on a dollar trial and then hopefully they'll all stay and later on you'll make money. No, no, no. This is spent $25 in 24 hours. Within 24 hours, $300 was hit the Stripe account, paid in full, here we go, we're on to the next phase. Okay, so that's important to understand. What that means is that it's a 12x return on ad spend, okay? A dollar in, $12 out. What's most fascinating about that exchange, so a dollar in and $12 out, so a dollar invested, $12 back, what's most interesting about that exchange is that it comes from what's called an evergreen campaign selling passive assets. Let's break all that down. So evergreen campaign means uh, yes He made that money yesterday, but uh, with an evergreen campaign, once you turn it on, it continues to run, okay? Now, let me tell you the reality of evergreen campaigns, okay? The reality of evergreen campaigns is that one day you might get a 12x return on ad spend, the next day you might get a 4x, the next day you might get a 7x, the next day you might get a 25x return on ad spend. So I'm not, I'm by no means saying that this particular client is going to get $12 every time he spends a dollar he's probably going to get some multiple of return, though, based off this early data, right? So uh, we'll find out tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And what's really, really cool is that these first early days of this evergreen campaign are the worst they will ever be. What that means is because it's a it's a marketing campaign, we'll break it down here and again, I'm just of course sort of going high level to details uh when you put it out into the market, you make some assumptions. you think that the cop this copy is going to do well, you think this offer is going to fit, you think you make a bunch of assumptions the best of your ability. you take it out into the market and then you see what the market says in return. You spend some money on ads, they start to buy or not buy. And you find out within the Evergreen campaign what's broken and what needs fixed, and you fix it over time. Okay? Now, the ability to make those fixes, the ability to make those tweaks, really comes from just tweaking it, seeing if it works, and running experiments. And if you've been doing it for a long time, the experiments that you run tend to be uh, faster to a result. If you're brand new, you're probably just going to make a lot more mistakes in your experiments, but at least you'll be learning. Okay, so our client now has this asset that is running every day. We put a dollar in, and many more than a dollar come back out, okay? Uh, In yesterday's case, put a dollar in, $12 came out. Now, what is interesting about an evergreen campaign more than just the fact that it constantly turns every single day is that it constantly turns without the input Of our client okay and that's not just because where he's our client right so if you were to build this for yourself and i'll explain as best i can again in this podcast episode what, what all these pieces are if you're to build this for yourself it would also run without you okay so this is one of the big changes and pivots that most people need to be looking at in their businesses because As recessions occur, the amount of effort that is required to earn any income increases, okay? So let's break this down because it's very, very important. Again, we're talking about pivoting and strategies to implement. The tighter people's grip on money becomes, the more people you need to talk to in order to sell your stuff. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, right? So if right now you talk to four people and one of them says yes to your offer, whatever it is, or your coaching or um, copywriting or services or whatever it is that you offer. If one in four people say yes, in a recession, that could be one in six, it could be one in eight, it could be one in 10. Just because Now, people are holding on a little bit tighter to their money. Again, it doesn't mean the money disappeared. It's just that they're holding on to it a little bit tighter. They're less likely to make investments in what it is that they're doing. Now, what this means for you is if you are currently only generating revenue based off of the effort that you put into prospecting and marketing for your services, then you're about to, as the recession really hits, because it hasn't really hit yet, honestly, obviously, um, lots of people have been negatively affected, but in terms of like a global recession or even a national recession, uh, we haven't really... I mean, we've started the road to the bottom, but we're certainly not at the bottom yet. It'll very likely get worse. So what that means is that your uh, amount of effort that you need to put into earning those client sales, earning that income is going to increase. And so remember earlier when I said my mentor said, $100 isn't always $100, right? You're going to begin to feel that. $100 that you earned in 2019 is going to feel very different than the $100 that you earned in September of 2020 if the majority of your income is directly tied to your physical ability to prospect and that's what makes this so cool with the client that that we're working with right now is that the marketing campaign okay is working 24 hours a day seven days a week without any input from our client now what this also means and what's really really cool about this evergreen campaign that we built for him is that it's also scalable Okay, So one, he's never going to have to feel the exertion of effort that happens in uh, market contraction. It's just going to constantly be running without him, and he can scale it, which means if, let's say, 10 people see his offer right now, and one of them buys it, but as the market uh, constricts and tightens up, that 20 people have to see it before one person will buy it? Well, he just turns the knob a little bit, gets it in front of 20 instead of 10, and he sees no difference in his revenue, okay? So that's really, really important to understand. Again, these are things that you should be thinking about in your business. Do you have that ability right now in your business to adjust to uh, those the the changing the, the the changes in circumstance or the changes in um, sort of like the market's acceptance of your offer okay or their ability to pay if not that's a pivot you ought to be thinking about right now in your business, okay, so we've got this evergreen marketing thing which I'll break down in a second at what it is exactly it's good for his business and it's working right now because. It runs automatically without him, and it can be scaled, so it can adjust to any market constriction, unless it's like a complete total market meltdown and we're all you know living in caves and fighting with sticks again, in which case, none of this matters, right? <laughs> so keep that in mind as well. Okay, so, and by the way, I don't think that's actually going to happen. That was just probably a really bad joke. Uh, what we have now is the engine that drives the sales of These passive assets, okay? Now, what's a passive asset? Uh, Most people who are running a service-based business, again, coaching, copywriting, consulting, whatever, the majority of their income is coming from effort that they put towards doing something for someone. So building something for someone, making something for someone, coaching someone to something, okay? So that is not a passive Uh, asset that's not a passive way to earn income that's very active and there's nothing wrong with that hello i'm talking about a client right the whole purpose the whole point of this podcast is me talking about stuff that we're doing for clients so uh it it, there is lots of money in client work it's the best way to get people results in my opinion because you just do it for them then you know they get really amazing results and there's all sorts of pros and, and and amazing things about running clients what there isn't in client work Is passive income which means every dime you make is based off the effort you put into it even if you build a big team even if you build an agency you still have to put in time and effort to manage the agency it just changes what you do you still got to work okay so a passive asset would be to take whatever it is that you do for other people however it is you can help other people and to package it into something in which you do not have to be involved in order for the individual who consumes this thing, whatever it is, and we'll talk about it in a second, who consumes this thing that they can also get a result, okay so it's uh it is it is short term thinking, it is a sign of an inexperienced service provider um, and it might even be an ego issue. And I'm speaking from experience, right? So for a lot of years, I thought I could only get someone a result if I did it. Like I had to have my hands on it. Otherwise I thought there's no way they could get it by themselves. Like I'm the one who needs to do it. I have to, you know, I have to write the copy. I have to build the funnel. I have to, I have to, I have to. Well, that's really short-term thinking. That's really, um, to be frank, it's small-minded. To assume that if you're smart enough to figure out how to do something for someone, that you aren't also smart enough to figure out how to get someone results without having to do it for them. So, let me give you some examples of passive assets that are working really, really well in the market right now. Training courses, obviously, uh, longer ebooks, about 20,000 words, so about 60 to 80 pages. Uh, things like checklists, things like ideas. Um, one of my friends and somebody that I uh, uh, buy stuff from because I think she's amazing, Ali Bjork, she has 365 days of live stream ideas. So you buy her thing, it's $27, and she has 365 different ideas on how to do live streams. Um, And so there's all sorts of different ways to take what you can do for other people or how you can help other people and to package it up into something where when they buy it and they use it, they get a result. Now, this is deeply profound and I think a lot of people don't spend enough time considering how impactful that truth is to their business. For example, my Brazilian jiu-jitsu professor uh, has been forced to shut his uh, gym down during the shutdown. Now, what that means is he's been forced to re-examine and question whether or not he actually has to be in the same room as someone to teach them Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So he's been forced into considering this truth of passive assets for survival and so I've worked with him and we've we've released like training videos and little products that people can buy and you know he's, he's, he's been able to generate results for other people to improve their Brazilian jiu-jitsu without having to be in the same room as them without having to you know be there with them and, and do it for them and this is exactly what we did for our client here in the no pants project I met with them a couple of times And extracted from him his goals, what he wanted to create, uh, the kind of income that he wanted to generate, which we'll talk about here in a second. And we sat down and we created a couple of different offers that were very inexpensive, but if somebody would purchase, would get for themselves a result. Okay, now I don't want to reveal exactly what it is because I don't want people to just copy him and you know, like shortchange all the hard work he's done to put in it. Right. So he has his offers, he's out there, he's rocking those offers, and, and he's doing a really, really good job. Now, what is important there is I said two things that I want to cover. One is the kind of offers that he wanted. Okay. So if you came to this podcast from the email, you'll notice that one of the things he said in the screenshot that I shared with you in the email is that he made a sale of his continuity, okay? So what the heck is continuity? Continuity is simply some kind of passive asset that people pay monthly for, right? So for example, Netflix is a really good example of a monthly subscription service that the company Netflix is selling passively, Right. So they build all these amazing TV shows, like some of the best TV I've ever seen, uh, you know, like all long form docuseries and all sorts of really, really cool things. And they package it all up into a monthly subscription. And it doesn't matter whether they sell 10,000 units or whether they sell two units. They don't feel any increase or decrease in work. Right. Because all they have to do is they still have to make the TV shows. So they make the TV shows, they put them into the, uh, into the Netflix box of whatever magical online brilliance that programmers have somehow figured out how to do and they put it into the box and they sell the box and that's their business. Doesn't matter if there's 10,000 or two people, it, it, for them it's the same. The only thing that increases is their revenue. Okay? So our client wanted that in their business because one, it gives you the ability to scale uh, your income without having to feel the effects of more work, right? If you are client-based only in order to get paid more, you have to do a significant amount, a significant amount more of work, right? Makes sense. Uh, but also there's something else about continuity. That's really great, which is continuity. Like think about Netflix, you pay that fee every single month, which means Netflix can project, Next month, how much money it's going to make within reason, right? So I don't want to give a master class here on continuity because that would be another several hours. But basically, the the long and the short of it is Netflix knows what percentage of people cancel Netflix after a certain number of months, right? They just collect the data. They've been collecting the data for years now. They know. Let's say, for example the average user stays about eight months, okay? Well, they can do all sorts of projections with that then. They know that if they have a 1,000 people right now paying $10 a month, next month, they'll probably also have a 1,000 people paying $10 a month, okay? So this continuity income, when you add it into a business, is the stability that is going to be really crucial over the next couple of weeks and months, right? Because continuity is the consistent, predictable income that so many business owners are looking for, right? Predictable, consistent income doesn't come from unpredictable, inconsistent efforts or unpredictable, inconsistent income events. You have to specifically design the kind of income you want into your business. And so we've done that for this particular client. Okay, so that's worth noting. And again, think about this. Think about your business. What continuity are you adding? How are you selling this continuity? Are you selling it into, in an evergreen uh, campaign where it's selling every single day? And this is what's really cool about the particular, this particular client is that evergreen campaign should put a number of continuity sales into this client's business not every month, every day. Once we get it fully scaled up and it's running and you know all the pieces are in place and and, and, and the, the the mechanism has been perfectly polished and we fixed everything and and that's what should be happening. So he's growing his continuity income without having to do anything. Okay? It's just part of this evergreen mechanism that's working. Now the other piece that you may have caught is that I said low ticket, inexpensive offers. Now this is really, really important. And and I'm going to spend a minute talking about this because of how important it is right now. And this is a big pivot to make if you're wanting to um, not just barely hang on and survive, but actually to thrive over the next couple of weeks and months is there's two things that are going to happen when people start to hold on tighter to their money. Number one is their trust is going to be harder to get, okay? So it doesn't mean that you need to take your high ticket, expensive, premium, you know, you you know, like if you're like a lot of freelancers or a lot of co- coaches or a lot of consultants and you just you like just barely finally got your prices raised in your fees to where you're happy with them and that was like in January and now we're in April and all of a sudden you're starting to worry about oh no do I need to reduce my prices no you don't need to reduce your prices on those core things that you do for people instead you have to understand the psychology of the buyer now it's going to require more trust from a buyer to pay those higher fees than it really ever has and again like i said in the beginning one of the ways that you can deal with that is just understand that if you used to be able to close one in four you may now only close one in eight and it's simply a trust factor right it's just that people are more scared to spend money now there will always be optimistic people i consider myself optimistic i continue to spend money in the markets i will always probably spend money as long as i have it um because that's just how I am. And, and there's lots of people like that, which is why you can still make sales. It's not You don't go from 1 in 4 to 1 in 50. You go from 1 in 4 to maybe 1 in 6, or 1 in 8, or 1 in 10, or something like that. That's more um, sort of the, 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 the changes that you'll see. Okay, so if we know that trust has to increase in order for sales of our core stuff to um, work... We have to ask ourselves, how can we trust? How can we increase trust? Well, there's lots of ways to do it. You can do social media posting. You can do your daily emails. Like, There's a lot of ways that you can do stuff, but there's none more powerful than this two-step idea. One is an early mentor mindset. If you want people to believe that you can help them, help them, which you can do with free content, but you can also do with paid content, aka these passive assets. And number two is most people trust relevant experiences. Okay. And here's how you can see that. It's a tribal thing. If somebody with blue eyes, if your whole life, people with blue eyes have just been really kind to you, you will grow up believing that people with blue eyes are kind. That's a, It's a tribal thing. It, 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 if you go to a certain church and you grow up and everyone in that certain church is really nice to you, you believe everyone who goes to that kind of a church is nice. If they're all mean to you, you believe everyone who goes to that certain church is mean. If you, uh, a sports team, uh, uh, a type of, I don't know, if you're into magic, the gathering cards, like whatever tribe that you are a part of or you... Um, uh, attributes of other human beings that could be associated as a tribe, et cetera, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. The point is we uh, equate relevance, uh, which is to say uh, our past experiences inform our future facing beliefs. Okay. Now, what does it have to do with selling passive income? What it means is if we can get someone to give us $7 or $2 or $27 or just a couple of bucks And we can impress them, then the power of relevance, okay, and uh, altering forward-facing beliefs tells us that if we can get them to spend money with us, doesn't really matter how much, and then they come away from that experience saying that was a very valuable exchange of money, they will believe that we are trustworthy, okay? So think about that for a second if we uh exchange money so they give us money and we give them value and they in that experience believe that the value that was exchanged is uh was it was it was in their favor so they're like wow this was a great deal or wow that was incredible then that simple act alone will overcome much of the trust difficulties that we will be experiencing as a market as a whole. In other words, the way to quickly build trust is to help people, because that's how you, you know, if you want people to believe that you can help them, you help them, but to do it in a way that it creates the experience you want them to have in the future. So it foreshadows being a customer of yours. And so again, this is what we did with this particular client. We put together a very low ticket and we put a couple of them together, Because you can't just go out to Facebook and say, I'm going to sell something for a dollar and expect to make any money. Because uh, Facebook, even though it's cheaper than it's ever been, and I'm I'm talking like probably at least 55% cheaper than it's ever been, or let me walk that back, 55% cheaper than it was in 2018, 2019, it's about as cheap as it has ever been it still is more expensive to sell a $2 thing, a $5 thing, a $7 thing. It's still more expensive than the cost of the thing. So it still costs you $20 in ad spend to sell a $7 thing. So what are you going to do about that? Well, you bundle up a couple of different $7 things. Or you do a $7 thing and a $25 thing and a $95 thing. And then when somebody comes in and buys the $7 thing, you say, hey, I noticed you bought that $7 thing. Maybe you'd like this and maybe you'd like that. And maybe you'd like this other thing. And through that process, you get the experience that my client had yesterday. Okay, So just put yourself in the shoe of this client and ask yourself if this is the pivot that you need to be making right now spent $25, earned $300 in immediate revenue, not deferred, collected immediate revenue. That was done through an evergreen marketing campaign. So no effort on his part to sell those things, except for the effort he put in to build the assets, right? Because you got to put the work up front. Like I said, this isn't like a push button magic software thing. You got to put the effort in and actually create things that help people dollar in, 12 dollars out, sold without him. It is evergreen, so it's going to continue to run tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day, da, 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 for for the foreseeable future. It's also scalable, so uh, we're running all of his ads for him, so we're going to add a little bit more budget, a little bit more budget, a little bit more budget so that we can go 25, 300, 50, 600 or you know whatever the return on ad spend is and all that kind of good stuff. So we're gonna just continually um, add more budget so we can make more sales, create more customers that bridge that trust gap uh, to create more revenue and et cetera. And this is all happening without him having to be involved because they're all passive assets. And then at the same time, we're adding continuity income to his business. So he's getting that predictable back-end stuff. It's also scalable. And all of this is happening because he's created several assets Which at the end of the day, when people go through and some of them buy all of them, some of them buy a few of them, some of them don't buy, they just buy the one thing and they don't buy the other things. When it all comes down to it, the math adds up so that there are more revenue opportunities um, on what you would call sort of the back end, but it's not really the back end. Um, we'll talk about the back end in a second. But there's more revenue opportunities in that moment of transaction uh, than there is cost to begin that process. So that's why we can spend $25 and make $300. Okay, so let me pause there. And I want you to think for a second about some of those pivots that you can make into your business, Okay. If you have clients right now who are normally, or maybe you yourself, normally getting people to pay you a lot of money, so they go from stranger to paying you lots of money, that's going to get harder to do. So what can you do? Well, how about offering opportunities for people to give you very little money so the initial risk to them is unbelievably small, almost negligible. Somebody spends seven bucks, somebody sends twenty seven dollars eh whatever right doesn 't really matter all that much uh, you know it 's not like a a big ask of them to trust you. so fill your pipeline with people who have bought something from you and have gotten you know they, they 've enjoyed what they've purchased they, they maybe it 's a course maybe it 's templates maybe' it's whatever it is. And they came away from it, and they're like, I, you know I like this person I, that was a really good exchange of value um, you know what else is what else do they have to buy if you are currently um, you know involved in a lot of manual labor for getting your clients, consider the evergreen marketing pivot. what do you need to put in uh, into play in your business that will allow you to market twenty four seven without your Needing to constantly push the wheel because uh, things are going to get harder, they just are, and so if you can have a ma- basically a machine uh doing it for you, then that you'll have a huge weight lifted off your shoulder. continuity income are you looking for predictable repetitive income, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera okay, so these are all the things, all the pivots that you want to think about, but here's the really cool thing about what is happening right now for this particular client so yes twenty five dollars turned into $300. That's great. Tomorrow it might be tw- you know $27 turns into $100 or whatever it is. Um, you know It fluctuates from day to day, but it should be a, a decent return. The whole point of this whole thing that I've just described to you is not actually to make money. Yes, it's great. All that money is going to be great. The continuity is going to be great. The return on ad spend is going to be great. All of those things are great. But the reason we built this thing for our client is so that our client could sell premium offers. Because even though the recession, which is here and on its way, and look, even if there wasn't a recession, okay, recession or no, people still need more help than a $27 product will give them, okay? What having this mechanism, what we call acquisitions funnels or acquisition machines or break-even offers, there's lots of different names for it, having this in your business allows you to grow an email list of customers, it allows you to grow influence, it allows you to grow trust, it allows you to do all these things so that you can serve at a deeper level. So this particular client Uh, We helped him to create a $5,000 offer and a $25,000 offer. Yes, a $5,000 offer and a $25,000 offer in the beginning stages of what will likely be uh, probably a U-shaped recession, if not an L-shaped recession, okay? So what does that mean? And and how is that even possible and why does that make any sense whatsoever? When you can serve people at a low-ticket offer, And when you can get people to trust you in that way, it frees you up from a lot of the resistance that comes in selling your core offers, like the thing that you do for people the most often. And so what that means is that you can go kind of crazy and make really, really valuable dream offers. So if you've ever had a client and a client comes to you and they say, look, I don't really know you that much. This is the first time we ever worked together. So why don't I start you off doing this thing? And it's something that you think to yourself, man, if I could just add this and this and this and this and this to it, we could get you really, really big results, really amazing results. That's the difference that I'm talking about. Okay. So with these premium offers, what you do is you literally say of, the, of all these people that are buying my passive assets, What's the biggest, best thing that I could do for them? Now, again, when you create those premium offers, I didn't say they all have to be done for you. In the case of this particular client, his 25K offer uh, at the time of this recording, he's going to white label. So he's going to have somebody else fulfill on it. And the 5K offer is going to be, uh, without getting too much of the details, because again, I don't want um, people to just copy them, is um, his 5K offer is going to be one where he is involved very, very little. uh, And it's completely scalable. So he could sell 100 of them a month if he was so inclined. Uh, Not saying that we will, but uh, again, it's one of those things where it doesn't matter if there's five people buying or 100 people buying every month. He doesn't really feel the difference in that because it's of how it's structured and the way the offer was created. Um, and all those customers are going to come in and they're going to be given the opportunity to purchase that, uh, that 5K and the 25K. And so this, that 5K and the 25K is actually where the money comes from. And so at the beginning of this podcast, I said, Here's how you turn a $25 into $300, and how you turn that mechanism into a $100,000 a month business. This is how. This is the whole thing. This is the whole kit and caboodle. You create something that markets for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You grow it and scale it and make revenue by utilizing passive assets. You can toss in some continuity if you want to. You don't even have to if you don't want to, but you can. It's not terribly difficult to add into it. And then that's not your business. That's just the mechanism that builds trust and gets qualified leads into your premium offers. And that's it. That's the whole thing. It it is the strategy that is working now because people need to test the waters it's a strategy that's working for scale because one facebook ads are really cheap but even if they weren't cheap i mean this was working long before facebook ads got cheap uh, it's digital digital products digital assets so you don't need to be anywhere for to deliver on these things um, and uh, the fact that it's scalable means that the math will always be in your favor for selling the five and the twenty five k, because you don't have to uh, worry about everyone saying yes or not because you're constantly adding new customers on the front end who will then eventually buy all your stuff on the back end, so that's it that that's the big magic secret. Um, this is something I've been doing for my private clients for years and years and years and years. This is what I love to do uh, because of its radical simplicity, but also in how it serves both the client and the prospects of the client. So it helps our clients because it grows their business and that's wonderful. But for the prospects of the client, it gives them an opportunity to not be so pressured in the sales process because they have an opportunity to try you out. Basically, uh, if you've ever been to like Costco and they have all like the sample plates that you can like try stuff to see before you buy it, it's that's basically what this concept is. It's not some like radical PhD in marketing. It's just taking what already works in many different facets of business, compiling it online so we can scale it more easily, and then going out and helping as many people as possible. So I think that's probably good for this particular episode. Um, the process for getting all of this done, there's lots of different ways to do it. There's lots of different options to do it. Um, my recommendation is if you're gonna do it by yourself to take it one step at a time. There's, there's quite a few moving pieces uh, to make all of this work. Uh, uh, skills in copywriting, Facebook ads and product creation are the three main skills you'll want to develop, uh, to be able to make this work. The beautiful thing is, is if you can get this work for yourself, doing it for other people is like a very highly valuable skill, because if you think about it, the return is incredible for the people who buy it. Right. Uh, and understand that when you do this process, it takes a lot of upfront work. So it's an upfront investment. You got to create all the pieces. You got to write a little copy. You got to, there's so many things that you have to do upfront. But once you set it up upfront and turn it on, all you really have to do after that is tweak it. So it's one of the things that I tell my private clients and my clients here in the No Pants Project is that once you start these machines, once you start these acquisition funnels, that's the worst they'll ever be. Right. Because you just constantly improve them. You tweak them every three to five days, add this, try that, do all these different things and and away you go. So uh, with all that said, um, here comes the pitch for the podcast for today. So brace yourselves. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, We actually still do have uh, one more, probably one or two more uh, slots for uh, us doing this for you. Uh, So if you want to be a client in uh, the No Pants Project and you want to uh, have us build everything that I've just told you about, have you help you to create the offers, the 5K, the 25K, all the little mini assets? If you want us to build the acquisitions funnel, if you want us to run your traffic, if you want us to help you tweak it every three to five days until we get to really great results, and you're willing to put in the work, like this particular client was, to create these really great assets that my team is very good at selling. Uh, then all you have to do is go to no com forward slash done for you. Again, that's no com forward slash done for you. Uh, if you live in the United States, we actually have financing options. We're trying to get financing options for um, non-U.S. based, but the, the funding company that we work with, they're based in the U.S., and so... Uh, they're having troubles as a US-based person trying to get funding and other kinds. So anyways, we're, we're trying to work through that right now. But right now we only have funding options for those based in the US. Has nothing to do with like the legality of the system that we're running. It's literally just our funding partners are in the US and banking laws are very difficult to like do internationally. Um, so unfortunately that's, that's sort of the only options we have for funding. Uh, but if you go to the nopantsproject.com forward slash done for you, you can check out all the details. There's a video, there's a whole thing and you'll book a call with my people. Um, well, my person actually, Troy, who's our head advisor. Uh, and you'll actually see, uh, you'll get an example of the kind of selling environment that this kind of a this kind of a process well, let me put it this way. A lot of people think to sell a 5K or a 25K program uh or a a service or something that you have to be super high pressure and sleazy and gross. Uh when you have an acquisitions machine, an acquisition funnel, a break even off or whatever you want to call it, when you have one of those in your business, you you don't even have to do sales. <laughs> you just get on the phone and try to genuinely help people. And if they're a good fit, they're a good fit. If they're not a good fit, guess what? 15 people are going to come in behind them. And, and and that's not to be like arrogant. It's to show you what the system does. A lot of people, when they're running their business, the problem with their business is that they struggle to keep the pipeline full. Okay, what that means is Uh, especially if you're having to do a lot of manual labor to get prospects to come to you, the difficulty with that particular method, it's great to get clients if you do it consistently. Uh, Because what often happens is you get enough to get some client work, then you stop doing it, so your pipeline dries up, meaning you don't have new prospects coming in. And then when you need to uh, get clients you have to go back and fill up your prospect list, right? You have to fill up your pipeline. So what, this, uh, what the acquisition process does, which is what we did for our client, is every single day you are creating more leads that are pre-qualified, who've already spent money with you, and you're adding them into your pipeline. And you're doing it without direct input from yourself. And because of that, that very simple concept, that very simple pivot and shift, it means your pipeline is always full. So it completely removes the pressure to need to close the sale. And when you when you remove the pressure to need to close the sale, right? Because if your pipeline is full, if you know tomorrow your calendar is full, then because you know in the background there's this thing that's generating more phone calls for you and things, when you know that that's true, you can practice what I personally believe is the most important concept of selling, which is outcome independence, right? It, it allows you to be truthful in your selling. It allows you to not have to be uh, tricking people. You, you, don't have to use, you don't have to be a sales ninja, quote unquote. In my opinion, most sales problems are fixed in the pipeline, not in the script, right? Um, but of course, I don't run boiler rooms, I've never run a multi-million dollar sales uh uh training or sales machine. So, I'm sure that I'm not the best uh sales trainer out there, but I don't I don't have to be. That's kind of the point that I'm trying to make here. Um if sales is a thing for you where it's like I don't like it, it's, it makes me nervous, it uh I don't want to like have to really up my sales game, I don't want to have to get involved in that world then you can fix a lot of your sales problems just in the pipeline. And the way we do that and the way that's working really well right now is these acquisition funnels, which dollar in, more than a dollar out, fill it up with customers who are buying your products. They've got to be good products. They're impressed with those products. They book calls with you to find out what else you have. They've already pre-qualified themselves. They've already spent money with you and you just help them. And then you walk them into whatever your recommendation would be for what else you have on the back end. The trust bridge has already been gapped they You are not a stranger to them. They may be a stranger to you because they're just like a customer who bought something from you you, you know the, they paid twenty seven dollars you have no idea who they are because you're not you know you're not doing one on ones and you know sorts of things like that. But they know you because they sat through and they maybe listened to a video training. Maybe they read through some blog post ideas you had, you know, what if they went through your template or whatever it is, they know you. And so price resistance, objections, trust issues, et cetera, um, you know, they're significantly less than when you talk to a complete stranger who has no idea who you are and you don't know who they are as well. So lots of lots of lots of, like like I said, we could probably go on for hours and hours about the whole benefit of this whole process. Um, but if you'd like us to help you to build one of these, to come up with back-end offers, etc. etc., please go to the nopantsproject.com forward slash done for you. That's all one word, no hyphens. D-O-N-E, F-O-R-Y-O-U, done for you. And uh, that is where we can help you to. Uh, create one of these uh, for yourself. All the information's there. Book a call. We'll have a chat. Anyways, hopefully this has been helpful. Whether or not you become one of our clients, I do sincerely hope that this has given you some ideas on what to get started on in your particular business or the business of your clients, all right? Uh, Lots of really powerful uh, strategies here in today's episode uh, that will change. It won't just get you money, but it'll be like my mentor says, $100 isn't $100. It'll change the nature of the money that you get. Which I think at the end of the day is really what people are more interested in than just getting more money. Uh, but they're interested in changing the way that their money is made. If they can make more at the same time, which you ought to be if you do the right strategies, then that's, that's, a, that's a bonus. That's a plus. But ultimately I think most people are interested in changing the nature of the way they get money. And I think that's a wise desire, uh, in times of contraction. Because if you are already, if you were before the recession, if you were struggling, um, in terms of enjoying your business, if it just felt like an absolute slog to get new business, uh, that, that unfortunately is going to increase. It doesn't mean you can't succeed. It just means as, as it contracts, as money tightens up, it is going to be uh, a little bit more of that, a little bit more intense. Let me put it that way. Um, and all you have to do is just change your strategy. Just pivot. Just be smart. Um, don't get too hung up on any single idea. Be open to how you can serve and help people, and you'll be fine. Um, and if you'd like our help, we'd love to help you. Again, it's nopantsproject.com forward slash done for you. I hope that you have a wonderful, beautiful day. I think I might go quiet over the next couple of days just because... Um, You know, I had a thought the other day that, man, y'all are probably getting a lot of inputs from a lot of different people. Um, We'll see. I don't know. If I have an idea that I think is powerful, I might share it with you. Otherwise, I think it might go quiet over the next couple of days just to give you some room and some space uh, to think things over and um, just to not be another distraction in your inbox, but we'll see. Um, I hope you have an awesome day. Hope you stay safe, Uh, take care of each other, be good to one another, and I will talk to you later.